right. So it's been a great week, and we are back again with It Came From. It's a podcast where we talk about horror movie tropes, where they came from, and how they evolved. I am uh, your host, Daniel Chu, with uh, Laura Sosa. She is also a host. Hi, Laura. Sure, I am. Hi. I don't know if that was uh, up to your standards for intros, but that's what Look, it was. This is what you get. Take it or leave it. Yeah, I have no choice at this point. Here we are. This is it. This Thank you. Stuck. Very much me. so. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Divorce is expensive in the podcast world. Mm, yeah, it is. It is. We have to split up our assets. I get the... Uh... You get your side of the files. Yeah, I get my side of the files. <laughs> that's it. Oh, come on. I get half of your files. Like, no, you don't. Yeah, of course I do. You're the breadwinner, so you got to support me. Good night. Now. Anyways. I need alimony. Oh, my God. Anyways. Hi, guys. Welcome to It Came From. We're finally back from our two-week. You know, we were trying to get it together. Yeah, we... we it was rough. We got it together now. That is a lie, but here we are. But um, we're here. Was it two weeks? Did we take two weeks off? Is that Not what we did? two weeks. Just one week, but... Right. We haven't recorded in two weeks, it feels like. Yeah, it's been a while. I, it feels like forever since I've seen you last. Yeah, mm-hmm. same. I don't look in mirrors anymore. Oh, well, that's that's probably good. Do you know what I did last good weekend? Good for the mirrors. I, yeah, no, I don't. I saw Polly Shore. Oh, what? Polly Shore? Did you not I met see him on Instagram? I did, I did, I did, but I just forgot. He's so what? nice and sad. <laughs> he's sad i, yeah, I would imagine like, he's happy all the time because he's dude, the weasel his dad just died oh man his mom horrible. and sister both died last year wow that's Poor rough Polly Shore, man oh dude he's still out here doing the damn thing so like he's doing it yeah every day when i feel like what am i doing playing zelda all day Polly right. Shore's out here living his best life yeah and uh, going through that tragedy exactly and, so i have nothing to cry about anymore really gives you something to uh you know, yeah. that's gives you something to uh, that's admirable there. I, I met a guy once that was Polly Shore's assistant a long time ago when mm-hmm. I was in Boston. And uh, all he talked about all night was Polly Shore. And he also looked like Polly Shore when he had the long hair in the 90s in like Encino Man. That's kind of weird. But it was like 2009 or something. No, like, that's All awkward. right, dude. <laughs> that's weird. I'm sure he got fired for being too creepy. Yeah, yeah. It was a little creepy. He looked and talked exactly like Polly Shore. fucking weird, but Polly Shore's normal and nice and sad. Yeah. Uh, hang in there, Polly, man. You'll be uh, fine. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my week, and before that, I was in New York. Cool, cool. I'm going to New York soon. My sister, as you know, moved up there and where I'm going to go visit, so oh, it's a free place brave. to stay. I'm going to just, like, mooch, mooch on her, on her, off of her food and leech That's fine. her apartment. It's going to be great. That's fair. You'll have fun. So, what are we doing today, Dan? Uh, we, uh, I, you know, the trailer. I saw this trailer for the Doctor Sleep. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So apparently, I didn't know. I mean, because I'm not. I don't ever read a lot of Stephen King, but it's it's a. What you haven't read Stephen King's novels? They're only like fifty pages of book. It's a light read. It is. It is. It's, not it's a, a light lot. read. I read Carrie for when we were doing the uh, that one episode. But um, anyway, uh, so Doctor Sleep is. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a sequel to The Shining. Yeah. Which here's is cool. the it's thing, like Danny, when he's grown up. Here's the thing about Doctor Sleep. 
It's directed by our good friend, Mike Flanagan, who also directed Oculus. Our favorite movie. Yeah. Awesome. And Ouija. Origin of Evil. So good. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> I'm just... Oh, you know what? We're going to give it a chance. Yeah. It hurt me to say that. Try. It'll be fine. We'll be fine. We should be. It should be. We'll see. Maybe it's, you know... You think Jack Nicholson will make a cameo? I don't think so. I don't know if he would. I mean, that could be cool, though. I like Jack Nicholson. He's, I think he's, like, too old now, though. He could play a corpse. That's true. That's true. This is... <laughs> Work with what you got, right? kind of look like... Yeah. <laughs> Does that mean to say... No, dude, I mean, he's old, man. Whatever. The guy is fine. He's still, he's still fucking Jack Nicholson. Who cares? Yeah, dude, he's the man. He's lived a better life than both of us put together. Uh, yeah, probably. he's yeah. old I mean, as fuck. That's true, but yeah. Yeah, we're not going to make it there. We're oh, no. Who wants to? Way though? before that. I yeah. want to die by the age of 40. We're almost there. Oh, yeah. I always had this premonition I was going to die by 33 because that's when Jesus died. Okay, Dan. Like, no, we're not doing <laughs> Okay, don't edit it this way. Is that where you're growing your ponytail? Well, I'm 33 now, and like I've been scared this whole year because I had that one stupid so thought when I was you've younger. Been so weird this whole year. That's why. Yes, let's go with that. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, we can plan your funeral after the show. Okay. Well, yeah, this movie sounds like um, great in theory. Right. And that's all I have to say for now. Yeah. I've always wanted to know what happened with The Shining, though. Like, well, guess with, the, what? with the power, you know? Like, you can read yeah. that book. It's right, it's right there. Uh, yeah, I'll probably start reading it and then I'll stop. That's just because I never finish anything. Uh, <laughs> what do we got? I think uh, I think uh, our our ti- our what's our subject matter today? I forgot. Um, I didn't do any research. Okay, so let me set a scene for you. Okay. Do you remember in high school? I'm going to ask you because my Caribbean parents would never let me leave the house. Uh, okay. I and had a very um, I had the fear of Christ in me at the time because, you know, you know how it is out here. Mm-hmm. But in high school, did you ever have like a designated spot where people would go up to like make out or hook up? Yeah. Yeah. There was this park uh, that we would go, uh, but it was. It, it was uh, the de facto do bad shit park. So, yeah. But we did. We did. But were you ever like there alone? Was it at night? What are the details? Oh, yeah. We, we were there. It was a Peacock Park in the go. We were there. I mean, I hooked up with a lot of people there. So I didn't ask you for all that information. Okay. Okay. Because, you know. Do, I could put post their Instagrams. There's a lot of ladies who might be listening to this and getting upset. I'm not going to say who they are. Okay. Just... Okay. No, not them. The current ladies. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. So many. So many. Yeah. You're uh, killing it out here. Oh, that I, yeah, they would be upset that I hooked up with people, that I hooked up with girls in high school. That Yeah, because all girls, girls are fucking crazy, wanted. right? Am I right? Yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fall no. into that trap. Good, you didn't fall into that. that trap. Good. Okay, yes, so. Yes, all girls are crazy. <laughs> says, you know what? I'm not going to drag <laughs> you tonight. You had a rough day. Um. So, in horror. Oh, thank you. Oh, well, we we always see a couple of teenagers parked somewhere dark and making out in a car. And sometimes, for extra fun, they don't have cell phone reception. But that's a right. whole other episode. Or cell phones. Truly. Because, you know. Truly. But 
This uh, Lover's Lane makeout porn scenario has been produced the same formula uh, over and over again. So basically, you, you're there, you're, you're making out, and then you hear a sound, and then your boyfriend with a letterman jacket gets out of the car to go check on it. And then he gets shot in the face. Well, no, then he doesn't come back. So then you go check right. on him, and he's like dead. And then you turn uh, around, and then you're dead next. I mean, there's so many variables, but usually yeah. it's the same effect. Yeah, it happens a lot. It's a it's a very reoccurring trope in horror. And but you know what's scary about it is that uh, uh, that's like a a real life thing like that. Yeah, and not only real life, we also have um, a lot or, of urban legends. Right, right. Like where you're making out in a car, and then the radio glitches or whatever, and it's like, uh, how do, how does old timey radio sound? Like I'm breaking news. Yeah, exactly. Breaking news. Psycho, mental patient, escape. Like danger, hide. Um, Uh And then before you know it, he's right in front of you. And then you're dead. Yeah. What are you going to do? I mean, there's there's not much you can do. That's when you're at your most vulnerable, when you're like, you know, with someone and then you put yourself in that situation and someone comes kill, kill, like to kill you, like, and fuck you up. Not only that. But I can like, relate to that. But like you're scared to get caught because you're also a child. Right. right, 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 right. So it's like, oh shit, if my mom finds out I'm out here, it's over. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's yeah, and then you're worrying about that, but. It's a lot to worry about, mm-hmm. essentially. It's rough out there. It's rough out there, guys. Stay safe. Uh, stay safe while you're making out, you know. You know, don't, don't put yourself in dangerous situations. Just, you know, everybody go straight to Bible study after school and stay at home. You know who you know who I'm talking about. No, we don't. This is. <laughs> um. Anyways, it's like super easy to see why this cliche has been so popular in horror, because you have the combination of being isolated in nature, the one, you're isolated. It's scary. It's dark, with the fear of getting caught. The whole like helplessness of it all. It's the perfect setup for murder. 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 Um, and I, I got a lot of information today from actually from the Hunter Killers website. You know that game? Oh, Hunter Killer. Yeah, it's the one like... where they send you uh, mm-hmm. stuff and you have to like figure out like, clues and you have to figure out who's the fucking killer or something like that. Yeah. How, and... Are you on that? Yes. Oh, but cool. have I had a time? No. So I don't think they count anymore. I have to check. But they have okay. a great blog with articles. Oh, that's that's really cool. Just FYI. Do you think they like would help actual like sleuthing skills? Like just by doing that kind of stuff. Like what's his name, Jensen, who just who wrote a book on how to be a detective. Like he okay. spent all his time doing online web sleuthing, and then he's like, just "Fuck it, I'm gonna do it for real." And then he helped right. Paul Holes with um, East Area Rapist. Re- okay, okay. So I guess you can. Fuck it, do it. What else do you have doing? Me? No, I'm not doing that. Fuck that. Oh no, I'd like to. It's on my bucket um, list. Go for it. To solve a cold case. I might have to commit the crime and then solve it myself for it to actually come I, true, but. Yeah, you just like wait thirty years, like you, you murder know. murder me, wait thirty years, and then no, because then who do I have to do this with? It was me. It's like the end of Clue, and like it was you the whole time. It really was me the whole time. So let's get into it. June eleventh, nineteen thirtieth. That's this week, technically, right? Just a long time ago. Yeah, uh, many many years, many moons. I do the math, but I still haven't done my taxes this year, so I can't be trusted. Um, still? <laughs> you know, I, every day I wake up and try to do it, and then I'm like, mm, 
uh, I don't know. I think you just hire an accountant at this point. Like you probably have to. I, I don't know. I don't know if you. You know what's the sad part? Just file now. My, my aunt's an accountant. So. Oh God. Do you have anyway, a strained relationship or something? No, just I'm just her. a trash person. Yeah, me too. I mean, that's. I think that's why we get along. It's fine. We're good. So yeah, June eleventh, nineteen thirtieth. This week, so this is a memorial episode. Cool, cool. In Queens, New York City, uh, Joe Mazinski and Catherine May were attacked while parked in a lover's lane. The gunman shot Mazinski and ordered May out of her car and proceeded to rape her and burn some of her belongings. That's kind of rude. Yeah, that, that, that blows. I mean, all of it, especially, you know, the burning. Wait, he burned her alive? No, or? her belongings. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, he then... <laughs> Fuck your purse. I'm sorry. That sucks. That's I know. Horrible. It all sucked. It was. It's terrible. Um, he then handed her a letter and put her on a trolley. He, he took her to the train stop. The letter was written in red ink and said, Joseph Mazinski 3x3-x-097. So the name of the victim? Yeah. I guess he went into his wallet, I'm sure. Oh, obviously. But, and then okay. he wrote like this... You know, this fucking, these numbers that I have no idea. 3x3-3? No, 3x3-x-097. Whoa. Couldn't tell you what it means. Um, Catherine had described her attacker as a middle-aged, shabbily dressed foreigner. The attacker wrote letters to the newspaper. Some were just numbers and letters, like a code. On June 17th, is that today? I don't know what day it is. Oh, this is the, is this the Zodiac? No, it's not. Wow, okay. I so, know. This one's wow, very unheard of. Creepily, eerily yeah. fucking similar there. On June 17th, he struck again and shot Noel Sowley while he and Elizabeth Ring were parked in a secluded area in Queens. Again, he dropped off the female victim near a bus station. It's right. like, do you have a manner or not? Like, uh, you're going mean, to rape her and then... You're not going to take her home? I mean, just kill me, really. At that point? Uh, that's... I don't know if that... It's traumatic. I don't know. All victims would want that, but um, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. Um, after this attack, he went silent until October third, nineteen seventy-three, when Louis Weiss and Francis Hajek were found dead parked in a lover's lane. Hold on, from the thirties to the seventies. Thirty-seven, nineteen thirty-seven. Oh. oh, okay. Uh, oh, you said seventy-three. Oh well, I'm an it's idiot. A, okay, no, it's cool. It's, it's fine. Cool, it's cool. Um, this time the female victim wasn't so lucky. She had been stabbed seven times. The Zodiac was the 80s, right? We're going to get there, Dan. I know. I've just... Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's, both victims had red lipstick circles on their foreheads, and the 3X killer was never caught. And nobody ever talks about him. That's weird, but he had to... I guess his kill count wasn't maybe that high to merit, like, uh, Yeah, but that's like... I mean, yeah, his kill count wasn't, like, serial killer status, yeah, but exactly. he's... exactly. Th- that's four kills, and... Two, maybe three rapes. Oh, I don't wow. Know. That's, and the that's codes and the things. Like, it's a lot. Like, I would. Yeah. No one ever talks about this. Like, I've never heard anybody talk about this. I mean, just just how eerily similar it is to yeah. the Zodiac, where, and that's super famous. You'd think somebody would have at least meant, would mention it. Right. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I know a lot about Zodiac, but I'm not like the master of Zodiac. No, right. But right. I'm into a lot of circular things and I've never heard about this, which is weird. So um, after this, yeah. 22 years later, the first movie to introduce the trope was released from what I could find. You know, which I'm, one? 
Um, it was the one. giant Gila monster. Yeah. Uh, 1959. Good movie, by the way. I, I, from the 50s. Sorry, go ahead. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I did. Uh, okay. There was a lot of uh, the, that 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 detective, the cop sheriff guy was a nice guy, but I don't know. He was he was like letting, letting the kid take stuff from the cars. I Listen, like, I don't know. this is a crime scene, dog. Well, it was also 1959, but <laughs> right. give us a synopsis. A giant lizard terrorizes a rural Texas community and a heroic teenager attempts to destroy the creature. And he really is heroic. I mean, he has a banjo. Yeah, he can sing. He's trying to get his music career off of the off the ground, and like uh, he even like networks and meets a DJ and save his little crippled sister. I yeah. mean, he's a hero. And, yeah, and then there's this whole subplot where there's a giant lizard killing everyone. I mean, really, the movie was about me wanting Chase to serenade me with his little tiny banjo. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, oh yeah, and he has his little sister. He's taking care of her. Yeah, he's like a really like he's an all around hero because right? they didn't have vaccines back then. No, I mean, I'm here for it. Uh, oh wait, they yes they did. Never mind. <laughs> so this movie, there was no human killer, but it does open with the makeout session right. in an isolated area. Yeah, the whole impetus for like the the movie like is uh, is, that. is the is that yeah. It's a couple of teenagers who are in a car. They're not really making out though. They're rubbing cheeks or whatever did you do in 1950s. It's very weird. They're literally yeah. just sitting there rubbing cheeks, like face cheeks, because it would be weird otherwise. I think my beard would be too scratchy to do that. Well, they were anyway. up to it. <laughs> yeah. So then, but everyone tagged. was clean shaven back then, you know. So um, it's very jaw Jaws esque the way that that's shot in that fashion. It's a lot of cuts. Yeah, I could, yeah. I mean, the thing is, it has to be a, a lot. lot of cuts because it's a fucking lizard. <laughs> because they're they're cutting to a a fucking regular sized lizard on miniature sets. Yeah. Quick cuts. But let me tell you, that scene when they're on the dance hall and the lizard's like crashing through the wall, it was cut very well. Yeah. Like, yeah. I had to rewatch it to make sure that it wasn't like all shut. I was like, what's happening? Like, it was really done very well, that scene. That particular scene. Yes, yes. you know. There's some other scenes where you're just like, okay. I'm trying the positivity route. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it was a like, good scene. There's no sign of the monster in like when they're when they're shooting the people. Like, you know, no. You can take tracks or anything. But it worked for them. And if the font looks familiar for you, it's because Danzig used it for the Misfits album. Oh, what? Which Misfits album? I don't, couldn't tell you, but okay, it's the truth. He used it for a I Misfits album? heard it on album. the commentary. That's cool. I like the Misfits. They're one of my favorites. My friend had Jerry only at her birthday party last year. No way. Mm -hmm. Crazy, dude. Okay. Awesome. Be, be jealous. Big time. So, yeah, this movie was <laughs> the first that I could find, which is weird, 22 years later. I mean, cool. I think it would be something that would be a little bit more pro predominant in the greaser car times. Right. Everyone was parking then. Where do you want to go to? This movie was also park? produced by a guy who owned a drive-in theater. Oh. So I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but Maybe possibly. He, he was like, hey, you kids want to make out? Don't just go to the fucking uh, make out point. Come to the drive-in where it's safe. You know what? I think you're right. Sex. Yeah. A lot of drunks in that movie, too. Remember how the police... Oh, it was just the one guy, I think, right? The police, like, was a human breathalyzer. Oh. He's yeah, like, yeah, let he me smell your like, breath. Ew. I was oh like, what the gosh. fuck is happening here? 
I don't, I don't know, but I can imagine that like they had like bad dental hygiene that probably was not too nice for the sheriff. I mean, you really thought about that. I was just like, what the fuck is happening? I will just let him drive. Like the speed limit is five. The yeah. car can't possibly go past 10. Yeah. A whole 10 miles per hour. Literally. Um, but uh, yeah. And then that other, the, the DJ guy was drunk too. You know what I found interesting was that they found a car with a bunch of blood in it, and they're like, "Oh well, no big deal. Uh, guess nobody comes to claim it. I guess you could take the light off of off what this crime I, scene." What I find interesting that he, is the sheriff just hired that, just got that kid to help him with the case. He's not even a police officer; he's a musician. Yeah, but I mean, he's obviously multi-talent, multifaceted. Oh yeah, Chase can do no wrong. So yeah, clearly he's a lizard whisperer. I think he kind of had like a like a secret. The sheriff kind of had a secret crush on the kid. Who didn't? I fell in love with him via the black and white yeah. screen. Yeah. That's fine. I like, oh, I watched it in color, actually. They had a... The colorized version? The, the colorized I was version, not yeah. as fortunate color. as you. Really? It looks good. It looks good. Okay, so um, moving past that, 13 years before the Gila monster, there was another murder. No. At a, at a makeout point? Or are we just talking oh, about murders? We're going to get there. Okay. In 1946, a string of double murders terrified a small town in Texas. The Texarkana Moonlight Murders. Oh, okay. You familiar? You're familiar. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it was such an intense hysteria that the stores sold out of weapons and ammunition, and the streets were completely empty by nightfall. Eight people were killed over less than three months. And all couples that had parked at the local, local lover's lane all assumed to have been killed by the same masked man. And he would become to be known the Texarkana Phantom. Yeah, and then he inspired the movie The Town That Dreaded Sundown, right? Yep. Oh, shit. And uh, it's wild. It is. So one of the victims, Mary, saw something that um, the guy she was with, Jimmy, hadn't been able to see due to the flashlight. The guy was like shining in their face. The man was wearing a white mask with eye and mouth holes cut from the fabric. And it's the same kind of mask that Jason Voorhees using Friday the 13th Part 2. Or like right, The Strangers. Okay. And like that, a sack. Like that, just yeah. like that. Maybe it was him. Who knows? Who knows? But that's what, kind it's of crazy. crazy. That the, 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 their pre- both of these killers' predecessor, the Zodiac, kind of like took a page from both of these dudes' book, though. Books, yeah, though, right? it's crazy. The mask, the weird things. And this right. guy was, was never found as well. Right, yeah. None of these, yeah, none of these make-out point killers were ever caught, huh? Crazy. I mean, Son of Sam was caught. Yeah, but he kind of gave himself Sam. away. I mean. Right. I feel Did a little he? sorry I, for him, but that's fine. Yeah. That's my own problem. But yeah. So, what do you feel sorry for Son of Sam for? Because he's, I don't know, man. He's like, he's the doc fucking... told me to do it. Like, and I really think he believed that. What was his name? Fucking Ber- David Berkowitz. Berkowitz. Yeah, Berkowitz. Uh, yeah, he's like a fucking frumpy little dude. He was tall as fuck. We talk about frumpy. Well, he, wasn't he, like, chubby? Yeah, but he was... That's what I think of Frumpy. Maybe I'm just using it wrong, but... I think whatever. so, but that's fine. So, the this movie is about, obviously, the serial killer who terrorizes the small town of Texarkana, right? That's what it's called? Texarkana? Yes. Cool, cool, cool. So, the town that dreaded sundown. In so, 1946, a hooded serial killer terrorizes the residents of a small Arkansas town. Yes. So, this movie claims... To retell events exactly as they happened, with only names changed, it was not the case. 
Yeah. And then the creeping there was a another movie that didn't make the list that was uh that had a, a voiceover, the creeping terror I think had a voiceover too. I was just like, yeah. what is this all? And it's all voiceovers? annoying because it's like if you're not if the movie's not good enough to make me understand what's happening without the voiceover, I don't want it. And also exactly. some things are better left unsaid. But at the same time, like you didn't need the voiceover. Exactly. We can obviously, see that people are buying a bunch of guns in that one scene. You know what I mean? Like, no, I get it. And also, like you don't need it because the the unknown is what makes things scarier sometimes. Right. Maybe th- you can pick up on it. I, I think know. that the reason that they did it was because back in the day, like in the fifties and stuff. Well, this was past it, but you remember they would have like all those movies about the bomb and stuff, and they would just be like some guy telling you what to do. Maybe it yeah. was like a trend. Yeah. A terrible trend, but a trend nonetheless. And the, yeah, I so, don't yeah. remember that though. No, actually, sorry. What well, are you talking think about? of Fallout, like a Fallout style oh, right, informational right, 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 right. video. So some dude with a transatlantic accent is like explaining what's going on. It's like exactly. I see. I see. I'm picturing it now. I'm like, looking at kids hiding from bo- uh, nuclear bombs underneath yes, yes, yes. desks. That's it. But yeah, this movie did not do any of the actual case or trial justice like it lied about everything really did it yeah it was not close to the truth whatsoever no they didn't have a, a chase scene with a drunk and then you know what i doubt it, <laughs> I doubt <laughs> they... it. but yeah it's not good but yeah. the scene though the scene from this movie is the movie opens with i feel like they all open with the same thing which is uh, a hooded man popping from the hood of the car this couple is obviously making out and he takes off part of their engine and then they can't escape. Oh yeah. That's the best and way to kills do it. Him. Holy shit. And yeah, the dude was just like laying on her lap and she was like not having it. It was creepy all around. And yeah. the remake wasn't even better. wasn't better at all. I didn't see it. I didn't No boy. No. But, you know, I actually enjoyed the movie. I thought uh, yeah, there was uh, some good shots in it. It's You can enjoy it visually. Yeah. But if you know about the case, you're like, this is stupid. Right. Like, well, especially if you're going to present yourself, like, to be accurate. Exactly. You know, to be, like, a, a true depiction, then, you know, and then totally fuck that up. Then, yeah, that's messed up. Yeah, it's, like, stupid. Um, But they show this movie in Texarkana every year. Kind of like, I don't know, like a holiday. I don't know why. Oh, I I mean, that's what else they got. It's like some I, dude. Can, yeah, but would you know, be scared to go to the cool theater place. and watch it with everybody? I feel like that's when the, the you know, the person who wants to copy them would strike. Do you think that or maybe the guy's still alive? And maybe the like, guy owns a movie theater. Right. Yeah. This was all a ploy to, to sell tickets every year. At the, at the I have heard of worse desperate things. <laughs> oh, really? Um, But this movie is one of those one of the very few slasher films where the killer is never revealed. Hmm. So, I guess because he wasn't caught in real life, but you know, also part two. Yeah. Let's see. So the following following this movie, we have three movies that came out in the 1980s. Apparently, 1980 was a big deal for making out in cars. Yeah. Eight the eight 1980. It was all cocaine fueled car makeouts. Was it, was that cocaine already? I don't think so yet, but whatever. I mean, you could be right. I don't know anything. Um, uh, <laughs> no, somebody just texted me. Are you okay? Why? I have no idea. Oh, dude, have you been like being weird lately or something? I mean, look at me. I'm always weird. 
Or maybe like I, I, if you just not responded to them in a long time. I guess that's what it is. I'm trash. Anyways, yes. uh, so 1980, A uh, City of the Living Dead is a really good movie. A reporter and a psychic race to close the gates of hell after the suicide of a clergyman caused them to open, allowing the dead to rise from their graves. Interesting. Rise from your grave. What's yes. wrong with you? What did I? What I don't know. I I, I listen to stuff sometimes. Um. Okay. So this and this movie is really gross. When the couple's in the car hooking up, and they look up and they see a priest who's gonna hang himself from a tree, and then the priest is clearly looking at them, very disapprovingly. Right. And then they try to drive away. The car won't start, and then the girl starts choking up her own internal organs. The priest disapproves so much that he's committing suicide. I don't know, but it's super gross. Like, the actress had to swallow tripe and throw it up. Oh, whoa. That's a cool way to get it. I think the director probably was just like, well, I just want to see this people eat fucking... The director, Lucio Fulci, he's, he's um the godfather of gore in Italy. Oh, oh Lu- okay. So, awesome. it's a really good scene. Um, if For some of the close-ups, they use a fake head, and there was like a pump in it, so... It would spew the organs out more, more forcefully. It's super gross. Oh, I've heard of this guy before. Oh, that's, I would hope that's so. pretty cool. That's uh, that's amazing, though. That yeah, really and it's a really good movie. And nobody ever really talks about it, but it's great. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's good stuff. So our second 1980. I didn't see it. Or what? I didn't see it. I know. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. Um, our second 1980 movie is Prom Night. At a high school senior prom, a mass killer stalks four teenagers who were responsible for the accidental death of a classmate six years previously. This movie kind of uh, inspired, like, I know what you did last summer and, like, all that, I think. For sure. It's when it's, like, you really get the whole high school bullshit starting. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah, you get a bunch of uh, The drugs, the pervy things, yeah. the sex, all the weird shit. Even though the, the actors are like like thirty years old, though. I mean, how old do you know, Curtis must have been like? They're not thirty. It's the drugs, Dan. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Just it a rough life. Be. It's gotta be. Um, the, it, it, yeah. You know that Jamie Lee Curtis actually did her own stunts at the end of the film. I mean, I support her. Yeah. She's great. I, the movie was shot in like twenty four days too. It wasn't like it was shot quick. So tell me about the makeout scene. Okay, so uh, um, so the this one of the one of the girls who uh, who had uh, was involved one of the four people involved in the accident. Uh, she has this like uh, she she finds a boyfriend during the course of the movie, but he's like this really cool dude. He's like the only cool guy in the movie. How it's, cool like, is this, he? He's awesome. He's like this chubby dude with, you have with a crush? glasses. I have a crush on this guy so bad. Like he would be my bestie. But he's like this chubby dude with glasses and he always gives out everyone joints. So I, I love this dude. Clearly. And uh, and yeah, and he's like, you know, they both lose their virginity to each other, which is beautiful and it's awesome <laughs> and they're they're out there in in the in his fucking weirdo rape van. That's fine. And basically um uh, basically, the the killer uh, uh, is out there watching them for a while, and then they get out of the van to uh, to you know go 
make out in in the in the grassy knoll uh but you know then then they're then they're weirded out by the killer so where they're weirded out by the sounds they hear so they get back in the van to smoke more pot go yay and then um <laughs> the killer attacks and they, they try to drive off he's he manages to to get in the in the in the van and, and kills them and then the van d- does a, a cliff dive and and blows up which is exactly what would happen in real life with physics but interestingly the van that they blow up uh uh during the shot was a stolen van that the stuntman had stolen he sold it afterwards no yeah well i don't well i, don't I think know he how sold it, it afterwards. stolen after it was blown up it wasn't really blown up no no, no. the uh the van that Oh okay. Oh okay. Oh, I see what I see. They stole the van. That was a nice van though. It had like shag carpet. I mean, that's why yeah, he stole it. That. Yeah, it was nice to sell. He's like, this is mine now. I would have lived out of that van. I mean, you still can. Uh, yeah, I'm going van life pretty soon. Do it. There's actually a big subculture of people that like do sure. like van life. And I have a, a friend who are a couple who just travel in their bus. They convert it into an RV. You know, uh, that was my parents' dream. Always, they were when they, when they, if they hadn't gotten a horrible divorce, they would have. They wanted to. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> they wanted. They wanted to retire. Then you should do it. Just do it now. By myself, yes. Do my, it single, low, low so then you can divorce guy. anybody. I don't know. I think that'll turn out bad. I get into like some weird trouble. You really that. will. Yeah. It just comes to you. But I appreciate that in this movie that like they kind of had like a you sympathize with the killer somewhat and some of those with every color really the the also when lynch was uh, paul lynch was like making this movie he first wanted to make it about a killer gynecologist <laughs> oh my god could you imagine the scenes you would have gotten oh god who knows that's awkward what's his motive though i don't know like oh that's the nicest no, or stop like talking. The... Okay. <laughs> no, stop. This ends right here. Before you get what, crazy. What's his trophies, I wonder, you know? Oh, my God. So, our third movie from 1980 is He Knows You're Alone with baby Tom Hanks. A young bride-to-be is being stalked upon by a serial killer in Staten Island. Satan Island? Cool, cool. Satan. A young bride-to-be is being stalked upon by a serial killer in Staten Island. She gets help from a former lover, but will they manage to escape? Here's the thing. Former, I mean, former lover and current bride sounds like a recipe for a disaster. I, you, yeah, I mean, unless you're, unless you're open about those things, you know. But they weren't because there was no cell phones or texting. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the guy went on a bachelor party. It was weird. Um... So yeah, baby Tom Hanks is on here, and he he does that scream thing, where you remember at the end of the scream, the killers are like, "This is what happens in a serial in a in a, a serial killer movie." Oh right. And he does I like a whole like horror meta movie. Rules. Yeah, and I was like, "All right, cool, cool. Thanks for telling me what this is." <laughs> but the scene that we that we're talking about is a scene, um, in the beginning, where it's a movie within a movie. Because the girls are at a movie theater. Watching a movie where these two um, kids are in a car making out. And they're making out? Yeah, in the car. These two kids. 
And then they hear a noise and the guy goes outside to check. And then the girl goes out to follow him a few minutes later. And then he's hanging from a tree. And then okay. she gets killed. Oh, that was quick. <laughs> that, that, and then right know, in the that, beginning. But then you, but then the camera pans certain. out. Yeah. And then you see that the, these girls are sitting in a movie theater watching this movie. Very much like screen also. And then she gets stabbed in her seat. It was wild. That's some Inception shit right there. Yeah, I think I don't know if it's the first movie to do that, but it was it was pretty cool. It fooled me for a minute. I had yeah. never seen it before. Had you? They got your coat. I don't no, know about all no, that. No. I don't know about all that, but that was cool. So it was also it was filmed in Staten Island as well. Not only did it take place there, and you can totally tell everything's really gray and sad. That's cool. And it nearly uh, made a five million dollars. Whoa! I mean, for nineteen eighty, that's pretty good, right? Yeah, it was really good. It was trying to come off of the Halloween hype, like hype, and a lot right. of movies tried, and this one really got up there, money wise. Right. But people don't really talk about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Why? I wonder though. I don't that's, know. I guess because there were so many movies around that time, they were just like slasher. Slashed so many slashes around that time. Yeah, Halloween really started like this whole fucking. Yeah, you could thing say. for slashers. Where everyone was just trying to bite off the success with you know that that's talk. I mean that's a whole thing it's about a whole the other genre in man. general. Like right, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so our next movie is from 1983, and I think it's like one of my favorite movies because it's like gotcha. It is Christine. A nerdish boy buys a strange car with an evil mind of its own, and his nature starts to change to reflect it. Yeah, he goes from uh, nerd to greaser real quick. Yeah. But this movie. I felt like I was watching Grease. Yeah, that's pretty cool. This movie's one of my favorites because it's like this makeout scene is not interrupted by a killer, it's interrupted by the car because she's jealous. Aww. It's the car, it's the bad one. Aww. The car. Did you so, remember that guy who married his car? No. Where did on that my happen? strange addiction. Oh no! I or something weird like that. My sexual fantasy. I don't know the name of the show, but yeah, I remember I vividly. Show. Yeah. His name was Nathaniel. He was 27 years old, and he was married to his car. But wait, there's more. The car's name was Chase. It was a gay car. Oh, so they were a gay... Which is um, fine. But I'm like, damn, there's levels inter- that I hadn't even known about. Wow, that, that's... And how dare you gender you this car? Interspecies. Yeah. Like, that's well, rude, I mean, too. Well, that's what the car identifies as. But how does he know that? Bro, he's married to it. Who would know better than him? How do they fuck? He puts his dick in the fucking exhaust pipe. That's got to be really warm. Well, he, yeah... Uh, he, I mean, he does this thing. He really explains it in the video. You should watch it. It's That's really pretty, good. I'm sure it's on gross. It's on YouTube. Uh, but hey, uh, oh man, can you marry your car? Is that? I think you can do whatever you want nowadays. Mm, get, get I don't progress, know if the car pays progress, taxes, baby. but neither do I. So who knows? <laughs> <laughs> you do pay taxes. Yeah, I you, do. I just yeah. late, just late. Uh, right, right. Because I don't know what I'm doing. I, that's not really how taxes work, Laura. I'm pretty. I, I'm almost certain that you don't know what taxes are. I don't know point, what they are. Okay, but this is not a podcast continue. about figuring out what taxes are when you're 30. Okay, it's about <laughs> car fucking. Anyways, so yeah, Welcome Christine to- tried to choke her, <laughs> and then imagine right. you saying the car tried to kill me. No one's gonna believe you. 
Right. Yeah, no, that's that's weird. You kind of keep that to yourself. It's like clearly, although yeah. like if you really meant it, you'd be like, "Oh my god, the car tried to kill me." I'm not kidding. Like only a psychopath would say that. Right. Yeah. At that point, you have to like go through other. You gotta other just channels. take the bus. Yeah, take the bus or and be like, "No, I can't see you anymore. I hate right, your car." Right. Bye. What if she stays with him? The car could run you over. There's many variables. Right. But but why did he try choking her? Because it was jealous. That's her man's. Right. That makes sense. But Christine. I wanna I, I need a car like that. Yeah, your car's At least purple. Somebody will love me. You should get it's a red blue. car. What are you talking about? Isn't your car purple? No, it's dark blue. dark <laughs> not purple. Any, no. Well most men are colorblind, so I'm probably right and you're wrong. Maybe, but I don't think I'm colorblind. I actually have a really good How would uh, you fucking know? Eye for color what? How would you what know? What do you mean? Because I could see, I could tell the difference between colors. But if you're colorblind, you might be able to see a color differently. Like, that, you, but, you might see blue as purple. But then that's just goes, to, like, that just is maybe, but no, because I could distinguish the two. I, you know why? Because I've seen memes where they say, if you can't read this, you're colorblind. What if the I meme is fucking with you? It. What if it's trolling you? That's a good, that's a good point. But We're going to figure know, this out next episode. Most of my knowledge episode. is from memes, so. We're going to do uh, a colorblind test on Dan. Uh, yeah, well, everybody wants to know. And so a taxes test tuned. on me. So our, our next movie, Dan, is Lost Boys. Lost Boys. After moving to a new town, two brothers discover that the area is a haven for vampires. Uh, this movie is awesome because it kicked off the beautiful relationship of the two Corys. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And they say Michael 118 times. Yeah. Michael. Uh, Michael, uh, what's the Lovers Lane? Uh, can you do this one? Because I don't even remember. It was just... also on your list, but that's fine. Sorry. Um, so remember in uh, in the beginning where David rips the roof off of a car where two kids were making out and then right. he eats them. Oh, okay. So he just where went for the it, for the, the vampire part... roof off. And which is the thing that they do a lot in this movie. They they kind of don't shoot the gore part. I mean, like, fuck it. They kinda... have vampire strength. Yeah. Yeah. It's your time what, to get with it. What, right, right. Right? I mean... What do you mean? Like, if you, if your character has the ability to do strongman shit, you're going to do a lot of strongman bullshit. No, I get it. I'm just saying they don't show, like, the part where they actually kill them. Well, they had three weeks to film this movie, so... Oh, shit, I didn't know that. So... Um, but the, a lot of the movie had a lot of that where... It was like where they're like chasing the security guard or mm-hmm. whatever, and it's like. But you, you know, a lot see, of it like, was funny as fuck, and maybe yeah. not. Not uh, maybe they didn't mean it, but it was funny. Well, it was a horror. Well, no, I think it was supposed to be a horror comedy. I think that that's what they were going and for. Also, Did you know that it was support like the title Lost Boys was? Uh, they were supposed to be like way younger vampires, but uh, yeah. Schumacher, Schumacher wanted. Uh, yeah, because then you the can do like look. weird, sexy things. Yeah. But the scariest part about the whole movie is clearly the maggots. Oh, uh, the rice scene. I mean, with that's the maggots. all you need. Because that's that's something that could like I've always been scared of like f- fucking bugs in my food. What? You know what I mean? That's a fear, like a latent. Of fear. course it is. Yeah. I mean, I don't think about that whenever I eat. Never? What happened I never to you? Thought, like, uh, I, I, well, uh, one time at my last job, uh, there was this, uh, there was this like uh, seafood place across across the way and they had but they had burgers but we ordered one one there was like a roach in my in my in my sandwich <sighs> well, I didn't like bite into it but that's 
it's such a gross like i've always been super super scared of that so i would sue everybody on that block i went back there and i was like super mad i was like mad and they're like by mad do you mean dan mad where you're just like excuse me sir could you no Maybe. i know actually no i've been sticking up for myself lately it's something i'm trying to yeah i told a dude at a bar the other day to get the hell away from me because he touched my man bun <gasps> that's very you know respect and your space man i do i i was really fucking pissed i'm sure and, you were yeah um but uh, anyway the yeah no they just gave me my money back in a free sandwich well why would you eat a free sandwich there that's it. I didn't eat it. I, I was like, oh, I, but I'm, I'm going to take your sandwich, though. Did I'm you get on Yelp? Work. Yeah, I didn't, though. I didn't. I, I, I also want to make a there's a couple of places that I have in my book of oh, bad God. reviews that are, I'm never going to write. But there, it's coming. It's coming. Bad service places. Everybody be be afraid of a boy with a man bun. It's coming for it's, all of you. Why did you have to go there? Because it's funny. Uh, it wasn't mean. You know what? I really like the song from Lost Boys, like the the cry little sister. Go ahead, sing the whole song. No, uh, <laughs> but uh, the, I I don't know. I I did have that on repeat for a while. Okay, did you cry to it or? Oh yeah, my, my, but I wasn't really crying to it. But I'm I'm usually always crying. So cool, cool, cool. You know, you're not that sad, Dan. Don't lie to the people. Nope, nope. It's just the chemical imbalance. Oh my god, I'm tired of you. <laughs> Already? Yeah. It's been two weeks, but it hasn't been enough. I'm just I have kidding. to I have to live with myself, so you have to live with me you too. Can imagine. At least you did your taxes. Okay, so I think this is our last movie? Yes, this yes. is our last movie. Our last movie is Zodiac. In the late 1960s, early 1970s, a San Francisco cartoonist becomes an amateur detective obsessed with tracking down the Zodiac Killer, an unidentified individual who terrorizes North California with a killing spree. Okay. So, at a lover's lane in Benicia, California in December of 1968, where the Zodiac Killer apparently murdered his first victims, high school classmates David Faraday and Betty Lou Jensen had stopped on Lake Herman Road, a popular spot for parking that's in quotes, at the time. This was around 10, 15 p.m. On less than an hour later, the couple would be discovered shot to death, lying on the ground beside the car. In July of 1969, Darlene Farron, 22, and Michael McJew, I don't know how to say that, 19, were shot multiple times while parked in a secluded parking lot of the Blue Rock Springs Park in Vallejo, California. He died, right? Uh, Michael... McJew or whatever? Uh, did not die. Oh, okay. Because I know only one of the, like only one of the male victims. Yeah. Yeah. Darlene did not survive the attack, but Michael did, despite being okay. shot in the head. Okay. Darlene was married and engaged and in an affair with Michael, and so initially police believed Darlene's husband to be the murderer. He provided an alibi though and was not charged. The Zodiac killer has never been caught. None of them. None of them. Yeah. So good. So I guess if you're a serial killer out there, go to make out points, you'll you'll get away with it. Well, I don't think there's any in Miami. God. No. Yeah. Uh, um. So Zodiac, of course, gave us 2007 Zodiac. So it, it opens up beautifully lit and put together the scene. And you see the Zodiac shoots a couple who were parked on the 4th of July and the guy survives and she doesn't. And right. that scene sets the tone of the film. And 
what people need to know about this movie is the level of detail that they went to recreate every crime scene. Big time. Like, they really researched everything. And that's partly why you never see his face because nobody saw his face. So they always keep it hidden. They don't give him a face. Yeah. So that's I, a big I, I feel like they, the actor, I don't know if they got the actor uh, that, um, that, that played Lee uh, uh, Lee Allen or whatever. I don't know if he was the Zodiac, but the shots like when he picks up the lady uh, with the baby in the car, I, I thought it was I, it looked like to me to be the same actor. But uh, they, I don't know. But here's the thing. I believe that in Zodiac, they had different people play him. Cool. Right? Because they because everybody gave like kind of a different description. So they never had they didn't want you to know. Yeah. But but definitely that scene. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. Uh, I I feel like it was uh, uh, the actor that played. Uh, well, I don't want to know. I don't want to be ruined. Okay, all right, all right. But so yeah, they really Which went. The case reopened after this film came out, and they actually hired a private detective to find the guy who survived, just to get him to retell the incident. Right. That like, happened. That was at the end of the movie too, right? I don't remember. I remember. Oh, okay. What do you mean? The, they fight. Oh, they no. Find well, the, the guy, guy the movie starts with the guy who survived and he's right. the last person shown as well. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So they did find, they find like, they found like a real detective to hunt him down because he like went off. Who wouldn't want to run away from that? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Makes sense. So everything, I'd... even the costumes were recreated from forensic evidence and the movies. Yeah. Like, like all the files, like everything they Honestly, were wearing. I read I read the Zodiac mask to try to get like an insight. It, 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 I feel like everything is in everything I've was in the movie. Like they 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 really like put a lot of detail into it. Yeah, they even um they didn't even put the first murder that he did in real life because they didn't have any surviving people to talk about it. So they kind of just they left put, it out. They so they started it, it with the Fourth of July murders because they had somebody. Yeah. Even the the like the like the nine one one calls like uh, when those kids so are calling creepy. about the taxi driver. And yeah, stuff. that like, was so creepy. I don't know if they used the real ones, but I know that it was like it's spot creepy. On. It's creepy that they like in real life people saw him. The lady who got into his car with the baby, right, saw him. Right. The two police officers who thought they were looking for a black man walked right by him and never stopped him. Yeah, yeah. It's like you guys saw him. You fucking losers, dude. Right. I mean, I mean, not the lady, but the police officers. Like, it's right next to the thing. You're not gonna. You should stop everybody who seems like they're walking away from the crime scene. I don't care if they're black course. or white yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Especially if like they're probably like walking. Yeah. Like quickly you, here. You like you stop them yeah. and you say, "Hey, did you see anything?" That's racial profile. I mean, the seventies though. You know. No, but this what guy was white. Right, that's right. It's no, but reverse reach. No, but what I'm saying is, no matter who you are, you sh- if you're walking away from a crime scene, you should be stopped and be like, "Hey, did you see anything?" Right. Yeah. So, but they didn't. Yeah. So you know they were beat cops. You know what are you gonna? Yeah, do? but you have nothing else to do. True. And it's like, we, don't people wish for some kind of excitement in their job, and then when it finally gets there, you're an idiot. He wrote that letter too. The uh, Zodiac wrote the letter to the of Chronicle, course. I think, later so, that he was like, oh, you guys could have caught me, but yeah. you guys were racing your motorcycles or whatever. Yep. It was really uh, fucked up. So, yeah, the people who made the movie, they spent 18 months researching and talking to all the family members and the surviving guy. There was two surviving victims, I think, the lady and that guy. 
Um, baby lady. I think, I think actually no. There was I think there was more. I I know that he attempted to kill. Uh, no, there was only two surviving victims. Yeah, because I, well, I thought I thought some of the men survived. Like I thought two guys survived and a lady. From what I researched, well, maybe and one the, of them was the dead by baby then. Baby lady. I mean, maybe, maybe somebody yeah. was dead by then. No, no, the guy that the guy that he stabs, you know, that he stabs to. The, yeah, what I'm saying is maybe he died before survived. production. They were able to, right? Okay, okay. Or the yeah, lady, but, you know, but the two right. ones that survived, the two victims that had survived to this point, they spoke to them and their families. Oh, I see. Not that survived the attack. Exactly. Okay, this is the okay, two okay. ones that survived. So I think it's my favorite movie out of all of these. And everything's so good, like the lighting, mm-hmm. everything. Jake Gyllenhaal is like Robert Downey Jr. A baby. Everything's so sad. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a good it's a great fucking movie, man. I, I've seen it a, a few times already. I saw it for the first time because you know how I am with new things. Really? And I was like, wow, I was really sleeping on this. Yeah, yeah, they they did such a fucking good job. Good job. At the same time, it, you know, I, 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 just as a, a pure movie um, criticism, might run a little too long. I because you know of what all the details, but I appreciate it. It flew by for me, and you know I hate shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you hate it. Like I hate sitting down for more than twenty minutes. I want to scream all the time. Uh, but it really flew by for me. I don't know why. It was cute. Well, you really have a. Uh, uh, the best job then because you have to watch a bunch of horror movies all the time yeah but most of them i've already seen from back in the day so right you know what i mean but you yeah, dig damn. so which one was your favorite um i, uh, I like lost boys man like it's such it's just like I, I don't know maybe because i saw it when i was younger and uh you know it has the Corys and you know and michael all that good stuff and Michael and uh, that dog was super cute. I love the dog in the yeah. Movie you would Duke. go there. That's fine. Yeah, and then the grandpa. You know, it's good. It's just, I like. I like it. It just makes it makes it makes me feel some type of way, which is good. So you have a grandpa. I have. Is one that of why? Those, yeah, maybe. I don't have one, so I don't know how that is. Oh, okay, okay. See, that's probably why you didn't like the movie, though. I know I like the movie. I just didn't like resonate you, with me. I was not a lost boy, is... nor did yeah. I have a grandpa. Yeah, you know what you should do is go get a grandpa. You know, I've considered it. Try it. I really <laughs> have considered it. it. But then it's like, are you looking for a sugar daddy or a grandpa? Like, oh. it can get misconstrued <laughs> real quick. Right, 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 right. So, Searching for a grandpa. Yeah, you're going to get the wrong kind of emails you know, responses back there. <laughs> you really are. It's going to be want, a like, lot a of, like, saggy balls. <laughs> disgusting. You know what? I don't, maybe some people don't get grandpas. Maybe that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> I had... I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. I had two yeah, grandmothers and two great grandmothers lived very long. So or so they had like a like a did they have like a, a kind of like a lesbian thing or no? I mean like my oh, grandmothers just... on both of my sides, my mom's side, my dad's side, their mothers, oh, okay, okay. and then their mothers' mothers were alive oh, okay. for a long great time. Great grandmothers, right? I wish they were. I wish it. Imagine having a lesbian grandmother. How fucking forward, right? That'd right. be dope. I mean, I have a lesbian sister. Because... Does that count? I mean, sure. But no, not not for a grandmother, but I mean, good She's going to be somebody's grandmother one day. That's fine. Good, good. Cute, cute, cute. Uh, but yeah. Cute. I mean, that's our fucking episode. Welcome. I mean, Oh, goodbye. shit. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> I said... <laughs> Welcome to the hot mess, everybody. Hope you liked it. <laughs> you guys, next two weeks, we're going to have a very special episode. We are? 
Yeah, the part tours. We're going to move into part oh, yeah. two territory. There's a lot of shit we want to talk about. Whether you're listening or not, we're going to talk about it. Are we talking about the undead? Is that what the we're zombies? Uh, and as zombies. we know, zombies is a lot. It's a lot. There is a lot to do. So we're going to do a two-parter. Yep. And we're going to be here one. on time next Friday and the Friday after next. I don't have to travel anywhere until n- next month. And I'll probably be losing my job because I suck. No, that's not true. But You're not going to lose your job. They need people at night. Night people. I know. I was late to work today, so that was bad. You were late to this, too. Yeah, I know. Okay. I'm fucking it up. I'm fucking it up, guys. But um, we're going to do it. We're going to bring you zombies to two parts. It's going to be great. Now we have to do it. It's on the air. Yep, yep. Everybody knows. All ten of you. Is there how many listeners? No, there's a lot. Yeah, there's, there's more there. than you think. Thanks for listening, guys. We, I suck. Laura's great. I, I suck, th- but you know we're we're getting there. I think it's just all your Tinder dates listening. To be honest, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting us listeners one Tinder date at a time. Ooh, Chile. Oh my God, she's never gonna call me again, Laura. Thanks. Just, I told you to beat them to the bunch, to the punch, and block them I'm, before they block you. I am literally fucking on my phone blocking her right now. Here it goes. I mean, if she really loves you, she'll stalk your house. She does. That's a joke. Okay. Right. <laughs> Don't right, accept right. that. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm doing the opposite. I'm being the stalker tonight. Please I'm don't do that. Over there. Please respect nah, your not. space. Of course, of course, of course. Um. Yeah, you're but too I miss cute her for that. A lot. Um, okay. so our honorable, be- our honorable mentions tonight were <laughs> the creeping terror, uh, where, Maniac. where people just crawl into his mouth. So yeah. as soon as I saw that, oh, I turned right. that off. Cause I was the like, freaking alien thing? yeah, I'm not dealing with the, the bullshit of that movie and yeah. how the director said, Oh, we had a really cool costume and just got lost before production. We had to throw something together. Sure. Okay, guy. You, yeah. Whatever mop font. That's like it was Tommy Wiseau. It was a mop monster who convinced people to crawl into their mouth. Cool story. That's like Tommy Wiseau saying Delete. that the room was supposed to be a comedy. Yes. Oh, uh, but uh, yeah, another voiceover in that movie too. Weird, it, I'm right? telling you, it's a, the voiceover, the Fallout times. I'm gonna play Fallout after this. Oh, you fuck! Fallout I have to the edit game. And then Which one? Huh? Fallout three. Don't worry about what I do. Worry about what you do. I have it on okay, my Switch. Yeah. It's not the real one. It's like the cute one. Oh the uh, oh the bomb shelter one yes or whatever all right that's where cool. everybody makes babies and protects uh, people from skeletons fun super fun anyways not, not really anyways you guys thank you so much for listening thanks guys we got social media it's out there it's it came from pod on Instagram we got a website it's it came from we got uh, email addresses no we don't. We yeah. got a phone number, Laura. We have an email address. It's gamefrompod at gmail.com. And drop us a voicemail or tell us a story or make fun of Dan at 786-300-1828. Also, I'll take free tax advice. <laughs> <laughs> if you're an accountant, please Please, call please. And, and no yes. granddaddies, please. I'm done. Also, follow me at, at gluegunmommy on Instagram and Dan's at I have the placeholder. Whatever that means. Whatever that means. We'll you see know what you it means. guys next week. Good night. Bye. Bye. What's the big deal, deal? Where can you get pizza, bread twists, specialty chicken, and more for just $5.99 each? Is it at Domino's? 
He hands off hand-tossed pizza and a marble cookie brownie. He's going, going, going! There's a lot of variety on the radio and at Domino's, too, where you can... Two-item minimum pan pizza, bone and wings, and bread bowls will be extra. Ask for this limited time offer. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. Get to Old Navy right now. All jeans are on sale up to 50% off. From just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. Try on a pair in-store and save even more. With 5 bucks off your purchase of $50 or more during Old Navy's Great Denim Try-On-A-Thon. Hurry in now to find your perfect fit and save big with up to 50% off all jeans. Now at Old Navy. Valid 812 to 821. Excludes in-store clearance, gift cards, register lane items, and jewelry. $5 discount valid with jeans purchase.